Hello and welcome to another episode of Drivel, the complete and utter amateur fuckfest that I have to go through with Mo every week. We've been sat here for about, I've been sat here for about 20 minutes. Don't fucking knock, knock the microphone <laughs> I've been sat here for about 20 minutes waiting to get recording, being ready in the zone and that, while this idiot can't even get the fucking thing set up right. All he's got to do is plug in two frigging wires. Uh, you tried to help me get this uh, these two wires plugged in correctly and it didn't happen. You just said you already messed so it up. Let, let's do the intro, then tell them what happened. So, oh. yeah, go on. Hello. Welcome to Drivel. Well, I can't even remember what you say. <laughs> what is your intro line? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Drivel. The don't edit Don't edit out I'm what not, I said I'm before, not, all, right? Right. all right? It's the automotive podcast brought to you by a couple of regular petrol heads. We're your hosts. I'm, I'm Mo. And I'm Mo. And we did... Well, we... Had, a couple of regular petrol heads and one of them happens to be a complete... Utter amateur at this stuff. Still, we did. Uh, yeah, it did. The, the and then you wonder why I don't pay you. Well, I do still or wonder why we why don't get followers. No, look, or why we don't get any more. The, fo- the followers don't know the half an hour that oh went on my. before we actually started recording. Jeez, man. <laughs> but yes, we had a little bit of an event getting ourselves ready for this session. But we're all okay now. We're recording. We're coming through. I was going to say loud and clear. We're coming through. This should be audible. And if it isn't, I don't really know what to tell you. Just what clear, it, but any little thing is an event for Mo, so like anything he has to blow. Are you trying to up. say I have a boring life? Um, no, I'm sure you do have an interesting one. Speaking of a boring life, um, you know you told me in the last episode that I should watch F1. Yes, I see you've been watching it. Well, you, maybe you've been watching it. You've been doing some research, haven't you? I haven't done any watching of it whatsoever. All I did... Well, you must have watched the clip that you put up. Oh, I watched the clip. But only, okay, right. But, but so, only because we spoke about it in the last episode. And yes. it was therefore content that was relevant to our last episode. Okay. So but now I tell you... So now you uh, now you visualize what happened, right? Now yes. you've seen what's yeah, happening yeah. and what all the argument was about, yeah. Yeah. So my point was at no point was Ham Baby <laughs> Ham Baby in front is this of, is the he, new name you've given him. He's he's been a baby ever since he's been in F one, man. Um at no point was Ham Baby in front of Verstappen and he didn't have the racing line either. Max had the racing line. There was no and, uh, way you, you, Lewis was making that. Do you know what corner. my observation was? If anything Lewis was coming further away from the apex than he was trying to get to the apex. It's almost like he drove yeah. away from the corner yeah. into the back wheel of Verstappen. Well, because he couldn't, he couldn't have made that corner from where he was. He'd have to be going a lot going slower to yeah, make the line, to make the apex. Have. Exactly, yeah. whereas Max was coming from the outside, taking the right, well, not the right, but the usual regular racing line. Yeah. There was no way, Hamilton, he, of course Max was going to, what was Max going to do? Oh, I, someone's coming up to overtake me, so I'll just let him go. The, I tell you what my, my observation of the whole thing is, Formula One is a very emotive subject, isn't it? The number oh, of the this number season, of people, yes. well, this season, and, yes. But just off that post, yeah, yeah. there were a lot of people commenting, giving their yeah, view. I've had a few messages and things as well. I've had people saying that I should really take up watching F one because it might, you know, this season, you change just, my life. The thing is, okay, you you got the ham fanboys, right? And they like they his fanboys. They're not like just your regular like I'm a fan of this. Regular. I mean, they're fanboys too. As soon as you criticize Lewis Hamilton, you're racist. That's it. You're racist. That's it. That, that's all. That's all they can throw what's at you. What's race got to do? Is with your, it? I don't know. And then, for some reason, because he's British, and if a British person's comment, you're supposed to support him just because he's British. No, you're going to support someone if you like them, or if they've got talent, or if they're good, or if for whatever reason that person, you know, you, you like what that or appreciate what that person does. Now. All Formula One drivers have to be good at what they're doing. Yeah, of that's course, about, absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. doubt. But and, and this is my thing with statistics again, I think, and with and any sport, statistics alone do not give you the real picture. Okay, he's had I don't know how many 
polls he's had and wins and stuff like that. Mm. But for the past six, seven seasons, he's had no competition other. Yeah, you said this last than whichever time, yeah. driver may be in his in in the number two car, and he's had. I mean, you look at frigging Bottas, yeah. You, I don't think you've seen what happened in Hungary, have you? So this is what I was going to come to. I didn't yeah. watch the Hungary race, even though you told me to. I had yeah. insert relevant excuse here else to do. No, yeah, I, I didn't I, watch it. This guy, yeah, basically. So this is the race after Max and Lucas yeah, it was it was the right? weekend after, was so it? They had a start, and I think it was Max. The order, the pole, the, uh, the grid order was um, Lewis, Max, someone else. And I think Bottas was third or fourth. Yeah, one of those two. So actually, he might have been a bit further down. So they set off from the line. All was going well. Next thing, you get to the corner and Bottas decides, I don't need to break for this corner. <laughs> so he decided that he was going to so replicate the previous weekend's yep, antics. And he wipes out about three, four people, including Max Verstappen. Oh, really? Fucking hell. <laughs> Lean out. Wow. Okay. Out. Man, I missed a good... A good, well, you, so you I, missed a good, I missed a good lap. I missed a good opening lap. Yeah, you missed a good opening test. So he takes him. He just he just wiped him out completely. But the funny thing now is, Max's engine, his car was wrecked, so they have to change the engine and stuff like that. But they get penalised for having to change it. So you get a certain number of engine changes, whatever. Right. What do. during during a season? During a season, sorry. Yeah. yeah. But their Red Bull are being penalised for whatever parts they've got to change in the engine. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the car was involved in an. Well, I, don't, I, can't, I can't say it was an accident. It wasn't road, a racing road traffic accident. accident. RTA. Yeah, this is like, <laughs> Bottas wiped him clean out and they're having, so you have to do it and they're being penalised for that. Okay, well, I mean, you're so still... So that's creating, there's, there's, there's a lot of friction, excuse me, and heat building up this season, which is why which is why it's interesting. Well, you and our friends on the internet, our followers, are making a solid case for me to watch F1, if I'm entirely honest. And the point of me talking about opening with this was just to say thank you for those people who have interacted with us, found us on social media, at Drivel Podcast on Instagram, oh, and, and, and saw us out, liked the post, interacted, and, you know, kind of yeah. made an effort. Appreciate and it. I need to call out Alonso, yeah? My God, that boy is school hand baby. He ups- This guy is 40, 42. He's two-time world champion. In my opinion, he is still to this day probably the best racing driver out there. If what, he that, had, that's still racing? That's still racing, yeah. Okay. Even at 40, 42. And if he had the Merc, nobody could catch him. This guy, Lewis Hamilton, was so Alpine, the the, the, the racing team, won that okay, race, yeah, yeah. Won that race uh, in, in Hungary. Um... Alonso came fourth. He kept Hamilton at bay for 10 laps. 10 laps, Ham Baby couldn't pass Alonso. And Ham Baby is in a car that is a second and a half quicker than Alonso's. And he absolutely schooled him, mate. And the best thing about it was, right, obviously he helped his, he helped his teammate win the race. Best thing about some of Alonso's comments here, yeah, at the end they were asking him stuff. He was like... Lewis should have passed me like eight laps ago. <laughs> so just to why, add salt to the yeah, wound. I don't know why he couldn't overtake me. It was easy for him to overtake. He's in the faster car. He should overtake me. And he should have. If Lewis was that good, he could have taken over an Alpine, which is a, easily a second and a half or so slower than uh, than that. But oh my days, it was. And then uh, Alonso was doing his best to defend his car. Yeah? He was making his car like three cars wide and that. And then Ham Baby starts crying about how it's dangerous driving and he's doing this and he's doing that. And I'm thinking, you twat, you just took out Max like the race earlier and now you're complaining about someone else driving to defend themselves. I think he's used to being, and this is my uneducated uh, view on F1 because clearly I don't watch it and haven't watched it for many, many years. 
but it sounds very much like he's been used to being kind of the prince of F1, the spoiled kind of little prince of F1. McLaren. And, and now as a result, you know, kind of the competition is getting better and he's no longer getting his way. So he's behaving a bit spoiled. McLaren wiped his ass from the age of about eight until he was in Formula One with McLaren. And he was with them for two, three years, maybe. So he's been picked up by them. So yeah, of course yeah, yeah, been, yeah, yeah. Of course he has. Yeah, yeah. He's had it his way. And even if you look at his, even his, he hasn't had any competition. The what people will point to the fact when Rosberg won the championship for McLaren for Mercedes that one season, mate. That was if McC- if if Lewis didn't have those DNFs, Rosberg wasn't good enough to take him on the track. Going back to your point around, um, you know, kind of uh, patriotism and supporting British. So when Lewis raced for McLaren, I kind of get it. You got a British driver and, and, and a British manufacturer, but he now races for Mercedes, which yep. is yep. German. Yeah. So if he doesn't appreciate, if he doesn't support his British <laughs> makers, why should why should you? Well, you go with British. Yeah, well, you're a sports person, right? You go where the money no, is. No, of course you do. I of would course. do the same. But then why 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 should why should we have to support him because we're British and he's British? If he was if he was that patriotic, he'd stay with McLaren. And and for for anybody listening, questioning the. Uh, you know, kind of why maybe you shouldn't be overly patriotic and blindly support people who are British or the same nationality as you. Uh, I'll just say uh, Tommy Robinson, EDL. He's British. We don't support him because no, he's a twat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anytime you're struggling to think of an example, uh, there, there's one for you. There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, um, yeah. Had so we F1. been more patriotic, actually, then Rover would still be in business. Had we been more patriot? No, had Rover been better at manufacturing cars, Rover would still be in business. Are you still, we haven't spoken cars. Rover for a while, yeah. are you still looking for... My Rover Coupe Turbo, I am. Coupe. No one wants to get rid of them. Missed out, well, I'd say missed out. There was a, there was a, uh, there was a Coupe Vitesse available the other day, but it was, it was just too far gone um, to make it work as a project in terms of... Okay, work. what body work rusted through? Yeah, yeah, too much. Um, well, and that's um, both unfortunate and a complete surprise. I'm being sarcastic about no, those things, by the way. It's not a complete surprise at all. A rover rusted through that. It's not surprising. Remember it's entirely we, inspected. Remember what? where we used to work? Do you remember where we used the, to work? Before here. Oh, the, the previous location. The location. Yeah, yeah. you told me about this. You drove past someone's yeah, garage yeah, slash so barn, that guy, and there oh, were that guy's on on the on the Facebook rover Facebook groups, and he's got rid of all his he's got rid of all his fleet. Oh, has he? He's, just, he's seen random, sense. <laughs> I just saw a random post one day from him, and he's he gave like where his location was, and I messaged him. I goes, "Listen, are you the guy with the farm who had like a shed load of rovers?" I was like, "He was like, yeah." And he's like, but they've all gone now. I was like, I used to drive past your place every day thinking I'm going to stop in at some point and have a look around. And he was sat there going, fuck, a customer that got away. Yeah, yeah. He's probably trying to just... I could have really taken his fleet off him. ...relieve himself of all yeah, the yeah. headaches that he had. The two most wanted ones, the Rover 220 Coupe Turbo and then the the Vitesse Coupe. I mean, you got the, you got the 827s, and, but they're like t- their engines were just a bit slow. I mean, the Vitesse is turbos. And that's what you want in the coupe, because that's a big, but it's still, still luxury, mate, that is. <laughs> luxury. Hmm, yes, yes, indeed. Speaking of luxury, how's the Range Rover? Range Rover's... Is, this, is it fixed now? Live, yeah. Did you have to take it up to Manchester? It's all sorted. No, I haven't. Did it yourself? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all done. Fine, you got underneath it. Go underneath Fried it. off a bolt or whatever. Well, I had to use, you get this, this, this spray called Crack It. Yeah, you mentioned it. It's yeah, a free yeah, spray. So I've got yeah. it, yeah, done it, and it's all sorted now, yeah. So cool, good. i got someone coming out to do a gearbox flush on it in a couple of weeks. Okay, that's just maintenance though, right? 
Yeah, that's just maintenance because I, I don't know if it's been done or, done or not. So cool, it's, it's just good, good to have it done. Um, I wish you many more mile of uh, Range Rover ownership <laughs> happiness. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, seems to be running all sweet. Good, good, good. And how's the rest of the? Uh, this seems like a regular thing where we ask you how LSP vehicles is going in your fleet. I'm, I'm a trader. The fleet is going all right. Actually, the Astra van has come and gone. Acquired anything interesting recently? I have. Uh, we spoke about the Audi. Um, I got a Ford Focus. Yeah, which is a five, which yeah. is yeah. That's that's just a, that'll go. That's nice. Too, no, but you one. told me that you bought something earlier this week, which is quite interesting. Yes, I did, I've, and I've I've always wanted one of these. So I used to have. I had the previous one. I've bought um, a Civic Type R, the FN. Was it FN three? Like so the, so 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 you got the, the uh, what is it bubble? I don't yeah, the FN. Is it the FN2? FD2? FN2. Who was the original decent, you know, the, the, the first one that kind of blew everyone's mind, um, which was in 2003 was launched, I think. Yeah, what shape was that? What was that then? I don't know. We, we're now going to frantically search our phones looking for Civic Type FN2. R. Mo- FN2 is the one that I've got. You've got an FN2. Yeah. So what? Oh, EP3 is the one before. Oh, the EP3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Speaking, what about? Yeah, yeah. How do you think? And that, that, to be fair, that is... That is the ultimate Civic. It is, but the FN2, other than being a different body shape, is largely unchanged. The engine, well, is, the gave engine you, is the same. There's no, they gave you one more brake uh, horse strength. One more horse strength, yeah. One more horse strength, that's it. Yeah. And they gave you effectively a heavier body. Heavier it wasn't car. that much heavier, though. It's still a light car. It wasn't, but you know what, the, you know what, you know what I think a lot of the, the purists or enthusiasts didn't like is, if you think of the previous one, Independent suspension all the way around. Yes. And on this one, they've gone American style. Yeah. They've and gone just put a massive leaf, girder across yeah, the rear too. Yeah, leaf spring, isn't it? <sighs> it works for a drag car, rear wheel drive drag car that you just want power, power, power. But is, it, is it a leaf spring? Is it leaf springs? Or no, no, it, no, it's not leaf springs, it's a torsion bar. Torsion bar, right. So they've yeah. just connected the, the two bar, rears yeah. with a torsion bar. He's like, that's good if you've got a rear wheel drive that's putting down a hefty amount of power. And yeah, and it's for straight line because it gives you straight line stability, absolutely. But for a hot hatch. Yeah. Why would you do that? It just doesn't. That I mean, to be fair, I've never driven one. Have you driven this one yet, or are you still got to? Nah, go? nah, nah. You're gonna take me up on Saturday to go oh, pick am it up. I, am yeah. I right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'll you're, get to see it as well. Yeah. Though. So you'll get to see it. You can drive it if you want. Um, so yeah, no, I haven't. I've never driven one. I was a bit. I don't. I've always wanted to drive one because I drove the EP, and I know it's not. It's not going to match. It's not going to match the EP3. But um, I just thought it, it. To me, I thought it was a little bit more of a road road friendly type i if that makes sense compared to the ep3 compared to the ep3 so if you think of like yeah e36 m3 which is e46 m3 it's a bit more refined it's a bit more refined yeah okay a bit more comfortable yeah 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 um, i see your point yeah i, can, I mean yeah. it's still got the same engine characteristics which is what everyone loves about the type r yeah you, yes one of you yeah high, high revving vtec high revving yeah. VTEC, yeah so um but i thought yeah i mean i'd be interested to see how that body handles mm. um, which i'll find out on the way down Interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. No, that's a pretty good purchase, actually. But that's not. It's not too bad. Got a good price. It's going to need a little bit of work to it. A little bit of work. By a little bit um, of work, let me guess. You need. You're to going to be cleaning up the sick. Oh, um, is it? Is it is another it? one that's just filthy on the inside? Uh, filthy on the inside. Filthy Why? on the outside. Do you do you like specifically seek out cars that are just disgusting inside? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, do. Actually, is yeah, that how you get yeah, them so yeah. cheap? Well, to be fair, yeah, and there's more. The, to be fair, look, you do get more value because you know a lot of people put 
a lot of people off. I mean, when you're when you're competing against the big boy dealers, it doesn't really matter to them. They're just going to give it to they'll give it to you to clean anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Twenty five quid, but you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes they're looking and think, no, you don't want that. And you know what? There's something satisfying about getting a car that needs a bit of work just cosmetically. And then cleaning it up, tidying it up, and then making it look ready. I agree with that. Yeah, I do. I do. I do like that. There is there is some satisfaction in doing that, yeah. Yeah, even you, if it you, is you for, for for you. Yeah. Even if it is <laughs> my, my own car, but yeah. But yeah, you do. You you do. You you do get them a little. I mean, in relative terms, it's probably that much. But you might get them a little bit, a little bit cheaper. Sometimes you get lucky, like like I did with uh, Alison Donaldson's car. Alison Donaldson's car, yeah. Um, so yeah, you do, you do, you do, you get pick up good. Some good ones. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, guess that's the other advantage to the car trade is you get to drive some stuff that you want to try out. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I still miss, I still miss a pickup. I'm still, I still want, haven't been able to get another pickup for a while actually. So I'm looking, I'm on the eye out for a pickup. I might, I'm looking at the Navaras, mm-hmm. but the problem with those is pre 2009, every one of them is just going to have a, the chassis snaps on them. Well, you sell it before the chassis has snapped and you'll be fine. Yeah, and then if it snaps within three months and then buying it, you're in sh- Oh, right, because you, you, you provide a warranty. Yeah, of course I do. Professional outfit here, man. <laughs> right, of course yeah. I do. Yeah, speaking yeah. of professional outfit, that reminds me of our disclaimer. Oh, shit. Yeah, thank you. I, I'd totally forgotten about it, believe it or I not. I hoped you had, but you, you don't yeah. seem to forget about it at all, do you? No, 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 because you keep reminding me. It's a boring um, old fuck. So this is an automotive podcast. We are petrol heads, but we are not professional motoring journalists in the slightest. Um, we're not professional anything. I think at the start of the show, we probably proved that we're not professional sound engineers. I'm definitely not a professional when it comes to, to setting up these microphones. And I'm crossing my fingers throughout this entire episode that you can actually hear us. So that If you be- call me up halfway home to say, oh shit, it sounds like we're underwater. I, I, would, I won't know halfway home. I'm all not right, going to right. edit this thing until the weekend. Okay. And then I'll find out. So I might call you on the weekend <laughs> to let you know that it well, sounds like we're underwater. Well, if you need like to re-record, you can re-record it on the way up to Manchester when you're taking me to no, I think we'll be fine. We will be fine. Um, but it just goes to prove my point that we're not professional. So in this podcast, in this episode, I'm sure we will give you unsolicited advice. Um, what you should do is you should ignore that advice entirely. Don't follow our advice because if you do follow our advice, something's probably going to go wrong. No, it'll it go, go wrong, wrong because they don't know what they're doing and they haven't followed it properly. They'll okay. go wrong because they have they've followed advice from us and we don't know what we're doing. But either way, for everyone's safety and to make sure that the world keeps spinning in the right direction, don't follow our advice. Listen to us. Enjoy the show. Tell other people about us. Rate, review. I might as well plug all that while we're at it. Um, But yeah, don't listen to us and follow our instructions. If you need any advice, you can DM me at uh, Driveway Autos on, on Instagram. I'll give you advice. Don't worry. And, uh, well, uh, as you've plugged your uh, your Instagram profile, I may as well tell them where they can find us, which is at Drivel Podcast on Instagram as well. There will be posts about all the show episodes. There will be stories. Interact with us. Um, like posts, comment, let other people know, share some of our posts to your stories. You know, the usual stuff that you do when you want to promote uh, an Instagram page for a friendly podcast team. So now that the plugging of our social media is out of the way, I was going to say, what should we do next? But what we haven't plugged, and we always remind people at the end of the show, but maybe the oh, problem is we remind them at the end of the show. We don't remind them... I was going to say at the start of the show, we're about 15 minutes into the start of the show. What else have we got to plug? What else have we got to plug? Well, you, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, make sure you rate and review. Thank you to those people who have given us five stars and have left some words Fuck. behind. People didn't rate us for ages. I'm, I'm referring to the people that did it like a month or so ago. So, mm. uh, yeah, if you haven't yet and you do listen on Apple Podcast, or even if you don't listen on Apple Podcast, but you have access to... 
Apple Podcasts through some kind of a device, an iPad, a Mac, or iPhone that you have been given to you by your place of work, hint, hint, some of the people that we personally know, just go on to Apple Podcasts, find Drivel. Fake reviews, fake reviews. I don't care if they're fake, if they're real. I don't care what it is that you say. Just give us five stars, say some words, and it will help. Please do that. You can leave reviews on a podcast, isn't it? It is, yeah. That's 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 weird. All these hosting platforms, and Apple's the only one. Yeah, so so if you are listening on anything else, and we know that there are a lot of you that listen on all sorts of stuff, um, you you probably won't have the option to leave a rating or a review. That's fine. We forgive you for that. Uh, You may have the option to be able to subscribe. If you have, please do. Um, And the thing that we always say each week, the best way you can support the show is to tell somebody else about it as well. Um, Word of mouth is what's going to help us spread our wings and fly like some kind of a bird of prey or an angel or anything else elegant that you wish to picture flying through the sky that symbolizes success. Anyway, enough of me talking bollocks. Should we get on with what we're going to talk about today? I mean, I actually switched, I switched off when you were just dribbling there. I don't know what's up. What? Well, hang on, on a second. You, um, um, every week or every other week, you're on at me because the show isn't freestyled enough. It's not drivel. It's too scripted. So when I actually drivel and talk shit, you switch off. Because it still sounds I can't scripted. win, can you I? Can't, you, can't, you can't freestyle, Mo. I, you just cannot freestyle. It's because freestyle, I'm professional. All right? No, you have ain't you read? Have you seen me read anything of anything? So far, this show. Yeah, your phone, you keep it right there in front of you. It's in my hand, the screen is off. And that's because when I get to the road test of the car that I reviewed for this episode, I want to refer back to some notes because I've got some actually, so I've got some interesting nuggets in here. Well, your your freestyling needs work. Thank you. Actually, we might have, can we just mention as well, though? What can we mention? Well, we might as well mention it because it's quite a big story in the football season coming up soon. But Messi's moved from one dead league to another dead league. Wow, amazing. I might just edit that bit out because I've no idea what any of that means and you I don't care. Most people will. Don't care. So, this, is, this is an automotive podcast brought to you by a couple of regular petrolheads. Oh, Not a football-related podcast brought to you by a couple of regular hooligans. We can still talk about like, a few events and that that are going on and stuff, so it's all right. We can, we can make World events. Yeah, yeah. Might get some more listeners. You know, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That means we're going to have to tell them that there's one comment about Messi and football in here. And then yeah, see, give me, I'm giving you, I'm giving you content. Am- ammunition. For, for Instagram. Thanks. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, can I get to my car review? Or did you want to talk about something else today? We're going to do your car review. You can get to my car review. Okay, go on then. Let's yeah. So, the car that I was test driving for this episode... Gives me a chance to do some research. Yeah. <laughs> Why, have you not researched what you want to talk about today? No. Listen, I'm a professional. Just so, if I need to work minutes. on my freestyling, you need to work on your research. I'm working on my research. You're work- no, no. By yeah. working on your research, I don't mean actually doing your research right now during the show. But that's research, though, isn't it? How about preparing a little bit in advance? Can we just please ask you? I am. I'm preparing it in advance of my slot that's going to come later. Okay. So, the car that I reviewed is a car that's actually been around for a little while, but it's had a facelift in 2021. And it is the, I would say drum roll, please, but there's no drum roll required because it's, it's not worthy of the drum roll. Oh, is it not it really one? isn't worthy of the drum roll. Um, it's the Seat Arona. The what? Yeah, I was hoping you would say that and I, I knew you would say that. Arona? Arona, yes. Kind of like aroma, but with an N. So the Seat Arona what is, that? is the um, cross so UV. called it the Corona. Bad name. Terrible, terrible name. Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't have called it the Corona. No. <laughs> yeah, it would have been okay. avoided at all costs during 2020. Wait, this is another... But they've already got an SUV. They've got many... You've tested... You've done, you've done something on the I SUV. Did, I, did the, I did the Ateca 
cross UV, which was their bigger cross UV. The uh, Arona, I was going to call it the Ateca then, no, the Arona is the smaller cross UV, which is based on the Ibiza platform. So Ibiza why, platform. Like, why do you need, a, like an SUV by its definition is, it needs to be quite big, yeah? So why do you do a smaller SUV? We, we discussed this before. Yeah, it's yeah. for people with hats. It's for people with very, very mm. tall children. Okay. Um, and it's for people who, even though they're driving a relatively small car, like to feel they're in a big car. It doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. And driving yet another one of them hasn't changed my opinion of that. Um, so this is a direct rival to the Ford Puma, which is why oh, okay. I sought it out to test drive it, because... We've driven the Ford Puma recently, and we both liked it. We both thought it was a good car. It uh, drove surprisingly well, decent engine, nice the interior. The Chatmobile is coming up. The chat. Oh, yeah. is there something else you're yeah, eyeing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To add to your stock. I love it. You can't take you, can't even tear you away from your work. That's how dedicated you are to it. Business, man. Business. It's because, is it because this podcast doesn't make us money, but your car sales do? Yeah, and you bore me, so. And you know why this podcast doesn't make us any money? Why? Because you're supposed to be getting a sponsorship and you still haven't done that. Yeah, they are found sponsorship, but they don't really want to pay. Well, that's not really going to help, is it? No, it's not. So maybe you need to go and find more sponsorship. you got our hoodies coming, haven't you? Oh, yes, we're going to be. Yes. We are going to yes. be trialing some merch. So we're obviously going to do it for ourselves first because, yeah. you know, we're going to test them to make sure that they're, I don't know, don't give you any kind of allergic reaction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also just to see what they come out like. But yeah, with a um, with see, a bit of a strong money, with a bit of a strong wind and some will, we may have some merch for you in the form of t-shirts and hoodies that yeah, are branded yeah. drivel logos. And I won't give the game away too much. No, 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 no. But in our typical drivel style, they may have something on them that will make people giggle or laugh just or question out, our sanity. Yeah. Watch Either out way. On Instagram. Yeah, either way, thing, things are coming soon. So, mm-hmm. yeah, watch this space. Um, where were you? Where was I? The Arona. The yes. Seat Arona, based on the ARB, the direct competitor to the Ford Puma. Um, and the Ford Puma is a very good car. So he's actually, yes, yes. So the Arona, um, would you like to hear, and this is why I've got my phone. I really would have. You might do, because this is fun. You know when you gave me some of uh, Toyota's wonderful marketing material? Yes, uh, yes, When we did the Touch the Prius episode. If you haven't heard that, guys, go back and listen. Touch the Prius. The Prius is a very dull yeah. car, obviously, as we all know. Um, but there were some real funny and um, amusing nuggets of information that came out of O during that episode. So, uh, yeah, go back one. and listen. I think that was my best one. That probably was some of your best research. It was definitely some of your most surprising research. In the same vein... Uh, Seat's marketing department, I think, want to give Toyota a bit of a run for their money. Oh, yeah. With some of the stuff they've got to say about this. So they've taken a bit of a creative approach to how they've gone to describe the car. Normally, when you go onto a manufacturer's website and you type in the car model, you get hit with a tagline for the car, right? That's the first thing you get. You don't actually get that with Seat. You You get a couple of lines which are specific to certain aspects of the vehicle so for example under the design heading for the Seat Arona the strap line reads do your thing the Arona is the crossover built for the bold it's ready for action are you (laughs) (laughs) genuinely it asks are you ready for action have they been I think they've been trying to learn no no but oh are you ready for action? Are you ready? Just like the Arona is ready, are you? From a design-only perspective. I'm already looking at it. There's not a lot of action going on there. It's mate. built for the bold. 
and by bold they they spell it b-o-l-d they, Do they mean, mean bold and dull they don't mean people without hair oh which is i mean i don't even know who this is aimed at so maybe it's aimed at people without hair maybe it's not i don't know but they mean i mean when bold, they come up with these taglines brave they not, outgoing people do they not have the objects in front of them i mean are they not looking at this when they're coming up with these taglines you'd hope like, they at least had a picture especially considering this is about the design of the vehicle i mean i'm looking at it. it's not really, it doesn't look very adventurous mm. i mean if that was, if that was a the land rover pick one no no no, no the, the, the utility one the new one that they've done defender, defender. now if if they put that on the defender are you ready for action or ready for then you'd think yes you know what looking at that vehicle that does look like it's ready to go anywhere and do pretty much anything maybe you look at this one you think the most i'm going to do with this is go to aldi yeah probably so I just what are you looking at when you do this? Don't know. Hey, maybe that's a game we can play as we go through the rest of them. We can say what car they might is, actually suit. Is Sia in America? Oh, good point. I don't know. Maybe our American listeners can tell us. Does the brand Seat, 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 however you want to say it, um, does it exist in America? Obviously, VW exists in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is just Acura, an offshoot of VW. Acura is Honda. What's that got yeah. to do with anything? No, no, I, just, I, I thought maybe... <laughs> You're just that, randomly calling no, no, out I, car brands. I, I couldn't remember for a second what Acura was. I thought, but that's Honda. Yeah, yeah, okay. Acura is what they call it. Acura, okay. Yeah. Right, we'll move to technology. And mm-hmm. this statement is equally as ridiculous. So do you remember how they said that the Arona was built for the bold and it's ready for action? Well, technology. Brave needs backup. <laughs> don't make me laugh because I won't be able to get through it all <laughs> Brave needs backup Brave needs backup full link connectivity wireless phone charging keyless e- keyless keyless entry advanced technology to power your life so what how, how, but if you're being brave you don't really need much backup really do you so isn't that isn't that the point of being brave and isn't it actually you're a bit of a coward if you have to turn up with backup when when you've got to when you've got to bring your homeboys to the battle to get your football back that's (laughs) cowardly that's not brave it's like you're going to be brave but here you go here's a load of backup just in case you don't feel like being brave so so brave doesn't need backup at all brave needs isolation yeah, if you can be brave, you go to it and I'm thinking, like beer, I'm thinking like beer grills with a beer gr- pen knife. That's brave. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. There's copious amounts of his own yeah. piss that are being drunk. You don't know, say beer grills is brave, but he needs backup. So let's give him like a Bunsen burner. Let's give him a tent. Let's give him a torch. Let's give him a helicopter by his side 24-7. Let's get him a room in a hotel at night. Yeah, that's brave. You just go out there, he gets, he gets chucked out there and that's it. All that man needs is a fully-fledged camera crew and a jar of his own piss. Hey, all that man needs is a pair of underwear and that's it. He's fucking ready to go. <laughs> I think he'd be happy without the underwear. He could piss directly <laughs> into his mouth <laughs> and he's solid. fine. He's solid. Although I think some of it was not staged, but I think some of it he didn't really do that old. But still. The only Bear Grylls thing that I've seen is when he took a sheep's eyeball out, a tidy, oh, <laughs> yeah, tied yeah, it to yeah, his yeah. shoelace and managed to find a boiling lake of some kind and he oh, boiled man. the sheep's eyeball, ate it off the shoelace and then I'm sure washed it down with his own piss because what else is he going to do? do? Forget that. I, was, I don't know if you've seen this while I was just coming up from Bear Grylls. Have you, have you ever seen Naked and Afraid? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, come on with that 
stupid ass concept. So <laughs> what the hell? Again, I've that's seen like naked date or whatever that thing you naked attraction. But naked na- attraction, yeah. I never, yeah, yeah. Thought, I never used to uh, naked and 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 was it scared? No, naked, naked and afraid. Naked, naked and, and afraid. Yeah, and naked and scared is something else. That's a lot darker. I used to see it. So I thought, oh, I'm not watching this. Shit. Well, I, I never even clicked on it before because I was like, what kind of shit is this? But then for some reason it, it was oh I was watching it on Gogglebox they showed it. Oh right, yes, yeah, yeah. What are you f- like the episode I saw these two random people that don't know each other get dumped butt naked. Yeah, completely naked. Like why would you not at least give them like some underwear or something? Why do they need to be even, butt stark even naked? Even traditional tribes, like tribal people have some kind of have somewhere. some kind of covering. Yeah. These like but I love, why, why, why do you need to be butt naked? And I think both of them lasted like one of the lady bailed, and then the other guy jumped ship as well. I saw, I saw that, yeah, because they were bitten to death by yes, by mosquitoes. Yes, and, yeah. and you just think if you've got your genitalia hanging out there, the last thing you want is to be what, surrounded by exactly. mosquitoes. What do you think is going to happen? Like just, the nads bit is nads. I'd like, actually, you know what? That's now, what I want to watch it because I want to find someone that's actually done it. I want to know if someone's actually survived it. How, what does surviving mean, though? Well, I don't, I don't know what the concept. I don't know how long you have to. I don't know how long you have to. What? What the hell? What are you doing? Are you googling naked and afraid? And no, you found no, other I stuff. No, no, I was looking at. It's going, mate. It's going. It's going. It's going. Oh, is this the Chavmobile? Yeah. Oh, bloody hell, mate! Is it two grand? Yeah, it's not worth that money. No, no, it's not. I know. Um, but yeah, I want to know what the what, what, what the object of the show is. How many how many days, nights, or whatever? How many days can last? you go without getting a boner because you're staring at a naked bird all day, <laughs> and you're clearly some kind of a weird loser sado because you've applied to go on the show? Sure, yeah, but how, yeah, what, what I mean, what is it? You have to go there. They drop you off there, and you survive for how many days or whatever? So uh, I don't know. Do you have to then find clothing? I assume you've got to find some way of covering up. Do you, do you think that's the aim of or the show? maybe sh- it's like you're the not aim of the to show, up. The aim of the show is you arrive naked and you have to leave fully dressed. Yeah, you have to make a free piece of that. Yeah, you have to make underwear. You have to make undergarments. You have to make outerwear. And you've got to make footwear. And then for like bonus points, you've got to make a hat and gloves. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maybe it's like you have to survive in there for however many days you are as you are. You can't do it. You can't. You can't like have any clothes or anything like that. That's it. You you make some shelter. You make some shelter. Have some food. But maybe that's how you have to survive. I would be really, really bad surviving any kind oh, of mate, natural. You, you, no way. I'm, no I mean, way. like, even when people suggest to me going on some kind of a camping holiday or a glamping holiday, but nope, no thank you. I need a hotel so that the first thing I can do when I wake up is take you, a shower. You need your nail file, you? I need my nail file, I need my hairdryer, and I need a nice hot shower. That's what I need. You put me out there naked and afraid, I will be naked, afraid, and dead. <laughs> Very quickly. That's that's how I would end up. I won't mind it. I could do it like with like just you know if you is, is it a survival thing you have to get out. But I need my freaking clothes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll do the afraid bit, but I'm not doing it yeah, naked. Yeah, Fuck naked. you. I've got standards. <laughs> yeah. Um. How the fuck did we get onto naked and afraid? Oh, that's right. We because got some grill somehow. Because because Sayat says that brave needs backup. Oh yes, yes. Apparently, this is all to do with so technology. They're, they're, they're making, they're getting you to be brave, but at the same time, they're I mean, giving you everything so you don't have to be brave. All they've done really is just kind of brag about the optional extras that are fitted to some of the models: full link connectivity, wireless phone charging, keyless entry. Which, by the way, is not a given. You have to buy a spec'd up version to get those things. 
Oh, is it? Yeah, so so that's <laughs> so that's ridiculous anyway. They might so as well put be brave by the non-spec up version. So so what that statement should read is Brave needs backup, full link connectivity, wireless phone charging, keyless entry, advanced technology to power your life as long as you're willing to pay for it. <laughs> is what that should say. There you go, say it. I fixed it for you. Hmm. Oh, by the way, this keeps going. Oh. The next one is safety. I like the way that this starts. Safety. You've got control. Well, it now yeah, descends. It now descends downhill pretty quick, quickly. Do your thing your way. That's meaningless. Hey, do your thing your way. The Arona has your back, on the road and off. Hey, there's a lot of like what? gang <laughs> connotations going on, isn't there? <laughs> has your back? What, you, so what, what is it? So is it telling you go and you can go on road rage and drive like an absolute lunatic because it's got your back? Do your thing your way is what it says. Fuck the police. That, well, well, that's the Fuck problem. the DVLA. That's how most accidents happen. DVSA. Why is the dry, who, who are the, who's responsible for giving out people, giving people dry licenses? The testing authority. Is it DVLA? Or is it DVSA? Well, you get your license and get it renewed and stuff from DVLA. Who's DVSA? I don't know. Maybe I've just made up some acronyms. I'm, I'm saying it's the marketing department right now, making shit up. <laughs> um, but yeah, but they're basically the saying... People normally go and do their own thing and that's how accidents happen. Ignore the highway code is what they're saying. Do yeah. your thing your way. Fuck the highway code. The Arona <laughs> has your back on the road and off. But, and there's a disclaimer to this, which oh. I am adding, don't go too far off road because this isn't really an SUV. <laughs> Apparently you've got control. Do you think that somebody in the marketing department in SEAT was previously exposed to bullying when they were growing up? I think they might have been. And so what they're trying to do now is subconsciously how not to be bullied yeah subconsciously they're saying buy our car it's okay the car will protect you or if you get into any beef just run people over with it. or if you get into beef you can run people over you may need to go over them a couple of times maybe it's, it's got, got a button where it calls other uh, arona uh, drivers oh, to the no scene. it does have a button for driving mode which is utterly fucking pointless by the way driving mode so yes. what you have to get in and press driving mode to drive no 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 you can pick between sport oh, normal, right, and, right, e and eco and the genuinely the only discernible difference is when you put it in eco the air conditioning becomes less effective <laughs> i'm being 100 percent serious on the car before as well i think it might have why do they end. do that why why do manufacturers it consumes a lot of power you know you're not going to notice and even if you do notice, oh, no, no, oh you well, know, you know, so yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to um, back back to the <laughs> the strap lines, accessories. Make it yours. Whatever you've got going on, make it easier, smarter, sexier. It's your Arona. You choose. Did it actually say smart? Did it actually say sexier? 100%. When I read these the first time, I'm adding nothing to them. I will tell you when I improve on Sayat's marketing. Make it smarter. and So whatever you've make got it, going on. So if you're going on a date or something and you want to get sexier, arrive in an Arona. Make it easier, smarter, sexier. So if you want to pull a guaranteed pull, you turn up in an Arona. Yeah, it's easier. Makes her easier. Or him does it, easier. Does it make whatever you're into. Yeah. Whatever thing it is you're going to see. Because these days you, don't, you can't say man woman or... Yeah. Well, however they identify, they, because you've pulled up in an Arona, Arona according to Sarah's mark, easy. they're going to be easy. That's a mighty bold claim. Isn't that illegal? Aren't they effectively pimping people out? I don't know. I don't know who's doing the pimping. See, yeah, are, aren't they? But who are they pimping out? Oh, that's true. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can excuse the uh, the vigilant cleaner who just yeah, interrupted yeah. again. Um, well, I edit that out. I'll keep him in there. Yeah, I was about to say, don't He got a cameo yeah. on the podcast. Sorry. Um, he done it on purpose. It was him last time as well. It was it? him last time. Yeah, you think he does do it on purpose? 
So yes, make it yours. Whatever you've got going on, make it easier, smarter, sexier, but keep it legal is what they should be saying. It's your Arona. You choose as long as you can pay for it. Going back to the fact <laughs> yeah, that the yeah, accessories yeah, yeah, yeah. are optional. Um, and then the final is their wrap-up. It's their summary. The Seat Arona... They've still got to do a summary. Of Bloody course hell. they do. Oh, it doesn't end there. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry, there's more to come. The Seat Arona doesn't just do it differently. It does it with class. Is it now? With comfort. With Why care. is it all... Sorry, I'm not you finish. Now it's your turn. Turn to do what? Don't know. Does it just finish there? Now it's your turn. The Seat Arona just doesn't do it differently. It does it with class, with comfort, with care. Now it's your turn. I'm not sure what it is. Hang on. This is telling a story. Let's play back the story. So you start off, you have to be bold, ready for action and do your thing. You're prepping for the date. Right? This is your big night out. You've got a date. You've managed to secure a date. Some other human is willing to give you, give up (laughs) some of their time to spend time (laughs) with you. Good. First step done. Brave needs backup. You need a wingman. Oh, call, call up your wingman or wingwoman. Have them on standby, is what they're saying. You've got control. Do your thing your way. The Arona has your back. Have some confidence. Go in. Don't be ashamed. You've arrived at your date. Person is sitting across from you at the table at the restaurant, because that's what you should be doing. Don't go for a date somewhere else, because it's just weird. Um, you arrive. Do your thing. Be confident. Stick your chest out. Put your head up. You've got it. Well, you're not going to be confident if you arrive in an Arona. According to say it, you will be. Oh, okay, yeah. Make it yours. Whatever you've got going on, make it easier, smarter, sexier. You're now into the flow of the conversation. You are gelling with your date. It's going well. It's going well. Make it easier. Make it smarter. Make it Drop sexier. Drop your seat key on the table. Drop your seat key on the yeah. table. Be smarter. Don't be a dumbass. Don't say stupid shit. Open Don't... your blazer. They can see your seat branded t-shirt. Maybe. Shirt. Maybe if that's what you're wearing. Or tie. Yeah. Don't... Don't... Um, don't confess your love and admiration for Tobin Robinson or the EDL. No. Nope, that's a stupid thing to do. Be smart. Don't be stupid. And then it's a case of, well, now you are into the final throes of this date. You do it with class. It. They, you, know where they, you know what they're talking about now. Yes, it. yes. Fold down the seats. Fold down the seats. You do don't it. need a hotel anymore. So what they're actually saying is... Do it is with you, class. We're do it with you, comfort. Yeah. Do it with care. Use protection. Do it with a seat. Do, no, no. Look, listen to the words. Do it with class, or it does it with class. So yeah. have some class about you. The Seat is a classy vehicle. With according comfort, with comfort, according to Seat, the seats yeah. are comfortable. I'll get to that because I'm not sure that they are. And with care, use protection. Be safe. Use protection. Wrap use up. the Seat. Be protected in the Seat. Exactly. You don't have to worry about hotels, paying for a hotel. So now I know what Seat's marketing department are all about. This is a guide. So it's a mobile hotel. It's a mobile this, is, this, this is Seat's guide to dating. <laughs> The, the, the marketing department they're fucking they're geniuses genii whatever the correct is correct basically they've that. taken their marketing department what they've done is they've, they've, they've taken uh, Tinder's marketing department they it, and employed them I tell you what that is fucking genius that is actually it is bravo sir I've now got a lot more respect yeah. for the Arona than I had before wow the Arona helps you well, they see it in Spanish isn't they is it so what do you think the strap the, the ultimate strap line should be Arona sponsored by Tinder or, or Tinder or Tinder the ultimate sex mobile or Tinder <laughs> Tinder are sponsored by Arona the Seat Tinder the Seat Tinder 
Yes. Now that, can you imagine that model? I can imagine that model. We don't need to imagine that model. It exists. Oh, yeah, it's there it's now. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Seat Tinder. Right. So not only have they got their own bullshit, quite frankly, they've also got quotes from car reviewers on their website. But obviously, they've only picked the good ones mm-hmm. from car reviewers that they've nobody has ever heard of, um, which is good because... People that they pay like Chris Harris. No, no, no. Car reviews that nobody has heard of. People oh, have okay. heard of Chris Harris, which is oh, good, right, which right. bodes well for us because they might contact us for a quote because nobody's heard of us either, really, apart from our 14 oh, yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so somebody called Hey Car. Have you heard of Hey Car? Uh, yes. No, no. Hey Car is about... Hey Car? What is Hey Car? It's another thing like Cinch and... Um, there's so many now. Kazoo. But, they're, but, they're, but they sell cars, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not a car reviewer. Well, I think they think by selling cars, obviously they have to review them and know what they're talking about, don't they? So, so hey, car, say, the Seat Arona is one of the best small crossovers on the market today. While it's pricier than the equivalent Ibiza hatchback, all models are loaded with standard equipment and to very... Wait, pra- wait, wait, sorry. They, they, they're saying the equivalent Ibiza hatchback. It's not the equivalent, though. I don't know. Look, hey, car, they're the experts, not me. Okay. Um, all models are loaded with standard equipment, and it's a very practical choice. It's also good to drive and cheap to run. Thank you, hey, car. Nobody cares about what you've got to say because they're about to listen to my opinion, which is the one that matters. Yep. Um, so let's rattle through this quickly because we did the interesting bit. The rest of the car's quite dull, if I'm entirely honest. Mm-hmm. Exterior styling, it's new look for 2021. Apparently... It's been updated to look more rugged. It just does not look rugged. It's clumsy looking, really, is how I'd describe it. It's kind of like the overall shape was like it was made in a jelly mold and then someone was a bit careless when they took the mold off so the jelly didn't set quite right. Definitely not rugged. <laughs> no, it's not, it's, not, it's not what I would class as rugged whatsoever. Um, but what Sayer have done is their typical Sayer fashion of throwing in some sharp creases and some pointy bits here and there. So like the wing mirror, you could take it off and stab somebody with it. <laughs> Is it a quick release wing mirror? If it was quick release, then that would be even more useful. Um, I mean, overall, it's just boring to look at, really. Um, the model that I drove was the FR model, which has got dual exhausts. They're fake. What? They're fake. Entirely fake. Dual exhaust on an SUV? And in fact, I, I took a picture of the of the fakeness of the exhaust and I'll be posting that to the Instagram page. So you can have go over to a Drivel Podcast on Instagram and you can go and take a look at the fake exhaust and you can uh, also be entirely horrified because it's just <laughs> really bad. Um, so yeah, exterior styling, meh. Interior styling, very much standard Volkswagen Seat affair. It's just that in the Seat, you don't get the stupid touch buttons everywhere like you get in Volkswagens. So I guess that's one good thing going for it. Not everything is a touchscreen, and the, the the steering wheel has actual physical buttons. Physical, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't like touchscreens. Oh, yeah, you need physical buttons in there. Mm. Um, engine and gearbox. It was the one liter TSI three cylinder six speed manual. Um, it's the same engine used in Audi, VW, Seat, Skoda, anything that they make. You'll probably find it in a fucking Porsche. Soon. Porsche. Well, the thing is, these days VW own pretty much everything. Ah, no, yeah, I was going to say, are there any other manufacturers? Not independent, not no longer no, independent. Yeah. Like yeah. VW, only thing where they own like everyone. They do bloody own everybody. Um, I mean, it's fairly decent, if I'm honest. It it does okay around town. It pulls all right, and the mo- works well on the motorway too. It's never going to set your pants on fire. It's not going to. Would change you pick the that world. over the Range Rover Sport? Pick what? The, the they're Range. a completely different class of vehicle. That's an SUV in it. Yes, but one is actually SUV sized, and one is a small hatchback. Yeah, that's true. 
With well, they're, they're saying it's an SUV, isn't it? They are, but they're wrong. Um, they're wrong about many things in terms that of what it is that they say. They might be right about their guide to their guide to dating. Yeah, maybe, maybe they are. Don't know. Yeah, well, somebody can give it a go and let us know. Maybe we find an attacker owner. Yeah, if you if you no sorry a owner. If you recently put us just an owner, are you still single? Yes. Did it help you out of? Did it help? Or? Well, whether you're single or not, yeah. Did it help you? Mm. If not, yeah, maybe not. take a closer look at say its marketing page. Yeah, <laughs> that that's got some tips. Yeah. Nothing to write home about, if I'm entirely honest, about performance. Gearbox is okay, seem fairly decent. I got 50 mpg on a motorway, got around 40 on A and B roads driving oh, but you it. must have been well excited with 50 mpg, innit? Not as excited as you yeah. are about the Range yeah. Rover. And, oh my God, it's so good for a diesel. Blah, 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 blah. The Range Rover's brilliant. I love the Range Rover. I didn't say it was good for a diesel. I said it was good for its size. Yeah, whatever. Nobody cares. Anyway, in summary... Except all the people that agree with me on your Instagram... Uh, Oh, well, people no, did pick you. it over the X5. Thank you. So I stand vindicated. Was it the overall winner? Of course it freaking was. No, against everything. Yes, it was. Did it beat the, was it the three series it went up? I can't even yes, remember. Yes, it did. It beat, wow, okay. Yes, it did, mate. The ultimate car. It is. For that kind of money, for yep. 10 grand. What did we say? 10 grand was the ten. budget? Uh, I think the budget you put on there was 10 grand, yep. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wonders will never cease to exist, eh? Nope. Um, so yeah, in summary, it's okay, but it's not as good as Ford's EcoBoost engine. That is a lot better. In terms of one litre, three cylinder engines, oh, yeah, yeah. Ford still have the best engine out there. And that was launched in like 2016 or something. So, you know, kudos to Ford. Nah, the EcoBoost is a good engine. They it's a very good a lot engine. Of things, yeah. um, ride and handling. <laughs> it's uh, almost kind of right, irrelevant to something like this. But yeah, yeah, pretty much my, uh, meh. It didn't fall off the road. Yeah. That's it. Pretty much is all I have to say about that. Sport mode was a, Nothing irrelevant. Why did they give you sport a sport mode? It didn't do anything though. It didn't change a single thing. In fact, I put it into sport sport mode and forgot that I'd put it into sport. I'd forgotten that I had put it into sport mode and then went back and thought, oh, maybe I should try out sport mode. And it was already in sport (laughs) mode. (laughs) Why the SUV? Why you actually haven't said that? The range has got sport mode. (laughs) (laughs) But let me guess in the Range Rover, the sport mode is amazing. It's everything you need. It is pretty good. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, man? No, no, but you're saying it don't freaking exist in the Arona. Stop, stop. It actually, when you do it, you do it does actually stop. Do just what it's supposed to do. Stop, stop defending it. Stop <laughs> defending it. Um, comfort, right? This may be one of the reasons why you buy a slightly jacked up hatchback over the hatchback because it's slightly more comfortable. And I will, I will say that the suspension is not bad. What ruined it entirely? is the seats, the front seat, the driver's seat specifically. The driver's seat was made out of the same foam that I imagine they use in a gym mat. Oh, is it? Yeah, it was hard. It was really, really bad to the point where I did a two-hour journey in it, which is not a long journey. Two hours sat in a car is not a long time. It's, It's not a short amount of time, but it's certainly not the longest amount of time. By you say it actually. We had some people come down and visit us on, over the weekend, and then they came down from your country, my country, China. Like, <laughs> hour and a half, hour forty minutes. Yeah, and like I do that. Me, I do that regularly. Me and the family do that quite regularly as yeah, well. Yeah, I me, do. You know, perfectly Nothing. fine drive. You get onto the M40, nice and easy. My God, these lot were just like, oh my God, how'd you come here so far? You get knackered, and it's this and that, and like I'm like. You get into a car. You sit down. You sit down. You drive. Yeah, and then you get out of the car. You get to where you want to get to. You get out. You go. It's like, what? 
it's an hour and a half. I get, I get it. I get it. If is. you're driving for like three, four, five hours. Yeah, yeah. I get that. That is tiring. Is. You need if a break. You, go, you need to stop. But. If you're going somewhere, an hour and a half, two hours, is that really a long drive? No, it's not. It's not, is it? Unless you're in a Seat Arona. Oh, right. Because the seat is so uncomfortable, the foam is so hard. Actually, they were in a seat. <laughs> they were. They were in a Seat. Actually, they? they were in a Seat Alhambra. Right. So, I can, so they probably Maybe, were. I don't, I don't know if the Alhambra's got as shitty sh- oh, seats yeah. as the Arona, but like my ass cheeks were. Like completely, completely numb. I had proper pain in, in my upper th- rear thigh really? leg, whatever. I'm no fucking biologist. That part of my leg was, was in pain. Not good at all. And, and you're once, a midget. And then obviously when you get out the other side after two hours, you go and do whatever you need to do and then you need to get back in the car. And it then takes a lot less than two hours for the pain to come back because yeah. your body hasn't fully healed. Yeah. So this is a kind of car where you could drive it for less than two hours one way only. If you want See, any sentiment of comfort, that's where the range kills it. I yeah, but it is you a know lux- what? that is now, a luxury vehicle. Now though, when right? I go to your country, get out of that. You feel like fresh as a daisy. You you do. You don't feel anything. Before when I was going in the in the GTI, oh my god, it was you, you get out. It. You're battered. Yeah, but you get out of this absolutely fine. No, honestly, like, yeah, the, cool. the the, the Seat Arona. In, and bear in mind, it's not it's not meant to be a sporty car or anything. It isn't. Even if it's an FR trim, it's not a sporty car. Mm-hmm. You get out of it, and I would argue you get out of it in much worse condition than you get out of a Golf GTI after two hours. Really? Way worse. Way worse. And it's purely the seat. If they had fitted more comfortable seats, use softer foam, yes, use anything yeah, other yeah, than yeah. a fucking yeah. gym mat yeah. to pad the inside of the seats, it'd be fine. Mm, was it? Yeah, yeah. But because of that, it's unforgivable. It literally absorbs everything else. You yeah, can't pay attention to Seats make else. a huge difference. Oh, they make a, a huge massive difference. difference. Massive difference. Um, interior and infotainment. The FR version comes with full link. Um, which well, is, doesn't it come with full bravery backup? Is it, what are their packages called? Do they have a bravery backup package? They don't have any package. Is that a trim level? The bravery uh, package. They've got, they've got the SE Lux Tech, which is the entry level. Then they've got an FR. Then they've got like an FR Red, which is a limited edition. That's kind of it. Um, yeah. With all this talk about bravery, I'm surprised they didn't have a bravery trim level. Yeah, I, they should. Yeah. yeah. The bravery level. Brave. Um, do you know what? I think their marketing department was just plugged in at the end. That's what's <laughs> happened. So yeah, it, because it's got this full link Apple CarPlay Android Auto, I just plug my phone in and call it a day. Does it? I don't really care about anything else on the infotainment because that does it all fine. What I will say, obviously we drive a lot of cars. Wherever it has uh, Android Auto, um, I will use that. This was by far and away the most finickety implementation of it so i plug it in sometimes and it just wouldn't register the phone properly Mm. or it would say android auto is running and it just wouldn't work and it was like unplug plug it in again unplug plug it in again change the source turn the car on and off and then it would work really disappointing yeah given that it's been around for a few years and they brag about this in the technology part of their marketing spiel the implementation of it wasn't the best. Once it's on and it's working, it's great, mm. but it's very temperamental. So yeah, not not great. Finally, come to value for money. So it starts at twenty k, and that's for that SE Tech model. Twenty k goes up to twenty two and a half k for the FR trim. Oh, is that the max? Yeah. Yeah. So that extra two k, do you know what it gets you? And I don't think this is good value for money. Whoa! It gets you confidence, bravery, and lead. You it? you get confidence, bravery, and lead. In the SE 
version. Those things oh, are oh, yes, yes, they're, they're not, those things aren't exclusive. Oh, you get laid standard. That's standard. That's standard. Mate, the minute you pick up those keys <laughs> from the dealer, you are you guaranteed action according to their marketing department. So the extra two K gets you LED headlights. Fully. Why are LED head? Why are LED headlights still an option? It's just ridiculous. Well, yeah, they are. Two K gets you that the full link and FR styling. Do you know what FR styling is? It's probably a logo on the steering wheel. It's a logo on the back, a logo yeah. on the steering wheel, which they don't mention, by the way. All they do mention is the window frames are in chrome, chrome effect. Sorry, not actual chrome. No, there must be some like body styling kit and stuff on there. The wheels are the same. Really? Mm-hmm. You've got to pay extra if you want the 18-inch wheels that are so two grand for a, wheels. Two grand for a full-linked brav- bravery and chrome effect wi- w- window what? trims. What? Yeah. Oh, so the outside the window where you know you can chrome or you can go black. Yeah. Why would you want, why would you want chrome trimmings <laughs> I know, in your car? People want black anyway. So I would say... Chrome went out with like Tim Westwood pimping up your car. Unless you are really, really, really adamant that you need LED lights... Yeah, and full. Actually, to be fair, the full link is probably what's going to throw people. And wait, they're the probably LED daylight ones because these days all headlights are xenon or halogen, right? Uh, xenon. 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 No, projected. xenon or LED. Oh, xenon or LED. Yeah. yeah, yeah, LED matrix lights and stuff. So, do we know which ones? Which one do we know which one's better? LED. LED lights. Do, are, are they brighter? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they get to do intelligent beam patterns and all sorts of stuff. Which uh, most people aren't going to so, realize. Yeah. Those. Look, I mean, it's a tough one because. Android Auto is very useful, as is Apple CarPlay. If you don't use any of that shit, though, then just go for the SE model, whereas actually go for the FR model or otherwise. However, having said all that, what you should actually do is instead is uh, walk out of the Seat dealership. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kind of, I guess, ruin your, Range Rover Sport. ruin your chances of getting laid, In you know, if I'm being entirely honest, and walk across to the Ford dealership and buy, buy a Puma. A Puma? Yep. ST line EcoBoost. Yep, yep. You get a one liter three cylinder engine, which is better. Mate, but that is, is that the one I, ha- I had? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? You can no longer just get that engine petrol powered alone. It what? comes as the hybrid, which is a better engine. It's more powerful. Oh, okay. Because it's got okay. 125 horse strengths rather than the Seat's 115 horse strengths. Actually, you know what? Yeah, if you're looking for an SUV, but you don't need one, because most people yeah. don't. But you want a small SUV. I don't think you can go... Why, why would you get anything other than the Puma? Agreed. Because the Puma, you know what? It's the same it, price. It looks all right. It looks all right. Inside is good. Um, it's got a sweet engine. I mean, it has got a really Lovely good engine. engine. Really Lovely. nice engine. Um, got all the space you can want or need, really, in there. Well, it's going to have... I think it's actually got a bit more space than the uh, Arona. Because it's got like an intelligent boot as well, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, the Arona had the intelligent boot too. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. Um, we say intelligent boot. It's got a floor that you can have higher or lower. Well, yeah, but they call them intelligent. Everything's intelligent now, isn't it? Intelligent boots. Mm-hmm. Next, it'll be it's an intelligent. Here's boy. something interesting, by the way, and then I'll stop talking about the Arona Sexmobile. Um, the six-speed manual gearbox, right? You can get it with a seven-speed DSG gearbox. If you do, if you buy the manual, the horse strengths are 115. If you buy the DSG, the horse strengths are 110. Same engine. Hey, say again. So if you buy the manual version, yeah. it comes with 115 horse strengths. Okay. And if you buy the DSG version, it comes with 110 horse strengths. So you lose it in the DSG? You lose five horse strengths because of DSG. That makes no sense to me. The engine is the engine. And they're not telling you the horse strengths at the wheels. 
So it's yeah, not drive chain oh, losses. That's what I was about to say, but no, that's, it's not. It's at the crank. Maybe the DSG. Actually, no. But the engine's still going to produce 115 horse strengths. I don't know. And by the way, it's not like you'd notice the difference no, in no, five horse strengths anyway. anyway. No, no. It was just something that I saw and thought, that's silly. That's a bit strange, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. In summary, um, buy a Ford Puma and maybe just date like a normal human being. <laughs> yeah, just use Tinder. Yeah. Which is cheaper than buying a Seat. Buying, buying a Seat Arona. Yeah. yeah. Then, well, then buying a Seat Tinder. Then buying Tinder's car. Just, just use Tinder. And it's a lot cheaper. Mm. quicker there we are well thank you for that dull review Mo I'm sure the listeners have been well intrigued by that well I think the beginning of that review was quite interesting the bullshit I say I had to say yeah that's true actually. and then I did rattle through the, the actual review bit quite quickly because it was dull yeah yeah that's although true. I'm currently driving a car which I have wanted to drive for a while and I'm quite looking forward yeah, to the I've review on that, that actually I've seen that yeah yeah yeah, yeah so that will I be coming forward, up in a future I episode to, I look forward to hearing that one actually mm. yeah 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 um, yes nice are we done are we done no, 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 we're not actually. No, didn't, I, I didn't. Were you, when you researching yes, I was, something? Well, I how long have you blabbered on for? A while. We've got a little bit left. We've got a little bit to, okay, Hey, they'll carry on listening as long as we're talking. They'll be listening. Our, oh. our listeners are faithful. All right, not many fine. of them, but they're faithful. But they're faithful. Okay, yeah. So I something I come across the other day actually. I wanted to talk about car manufacturers ripping. Well, actually, they always rip us off. But some of these cars, car manufacturers which borrow other. I'm going to say car parts, but other manufacturer parts to put on their car. Now, I suppose we know, we know. Hang on, hang on. Car manufacturers who borrow from other manufacturers for their car parts. Yeah, yeah. So, so you'll have a car and it's not, they've borrowed. So uh, what are you talking like? Mechanical components or like? Well, they all, everyone, look, the amount yeah, of cars that share cars and that, uh, share engines and stuff. So those, but no, body parts. Oh, Okay. <clears throat> so, so body parts that are picked up from um, from other vehicles and stuff. So uh, I, this actually came about. I don't know how. Why I was looking at. I was looking at the. Um, it's actually well. I was looking at something. And I was looking at the Volkswagen Touran, and the the Volkswagen Touran. 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 Yeah, which is like a. What's that? Is that like the MPV thing? It's an MPV. Yeah. It's an MPV, but you guess which car it it shares the chassis with? Ford Sharon. No. Hmm, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you this. It's not another MPV. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Why is it? And it's from the so it's from the Audi Audi range of cars. It's not another MPV SUV and it's from an Audi range of cars. It's not an car. SUV. It's not a 4x4. It's not an MPV, no. Why is it then? So the Touran shares the same chassis as the Audi TT. Really? Yes, How mate. does that work? It's got the same. So that's a. You know what? That's, what that, that's a fuck? pretty sorted MPV, that is. Yeah, because the TT's actually got a really decent actually chassis. Got a very, a very decent chassis, yeah. So basically, what you're buying is it's just a poor man's TT. You're buying a TT with well, added practicality. Practical, yeah, it's more practical TT. Yeah. So, and yeah, you could that, probably get the same range of engines in it as well. Yeah, so you could yeah, get yeah. the 1.8 20-valve turbo, whatever it is. Yeah. So, so basically, I was looking, I was looking at a Touran for 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 the for LSP vehicles and stuff. So I was looking at, and then then I don't know somehow, just I was searching for it, and then it stumbled across stumbled across this article. Yeah, this article. So that got me thinking. Whatever. Obviously, we know like people share different uh, engines and stuff like that from from cars. But I thought, what what are some of the strange ones? That, yeah, that that's interesting. Okay, you've got me. You've got me hooked now. I want to know some more strange. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you some. So I've got some. So you'll probably know this. So I'll give you a couple of engines before I go on to the other one. So yep. you know the Noble M six hundred. Yes. We we know that Noble doesn't make engines. Yet. No, no, they it, don't. It, it. But I'm. Um, but, but um, that's 
that's a pretty hefty engine that they have in the in the in the Noble, and it produces. I think it does something. Uh, it's about six hundred and fifty. Well, it's, it's tunable, isn't it? You can put it into three states of tune from within in the, the Noble, car. Within the car, yeah, you can have three tunes, but it makes six hundred and fifty brake. Okay. okay, they've taken that engine out of a Volvo S eighty. Oh wow! Yeah. A Volvo engine. What is it? Is that a six five cylinder engine? No, it's six-cylinder. a four point four V eight. Oh, that's also the V8 that you sits in the XC90 as yes, well, isn't it? Yes, yeah. so you could have had, you, you did have that in the S80 as an option. So they had that in the S80. So they've taken that, tuned it, because that engine was actually designed by Yamaha. Yes, I know. Volvo and Yamaha had a thing for a while, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and they've, the Noble have taken it from that. Nice. So they've, uh, that's an engine. That's, that's cool. That's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, that is quite smart. Actually. The rest, the, to be fair, the rest of the engines are like, there's not, there's to not be a expected. lot. I know, I know. We know Pagani, 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 but they use Mercedes anyway. That's not really. Lots of people use Mercedes engines. You know, the, yeah. the four liter twin turbo, bi turbo, whatever, AMG engine. That's that goes in, the, in a lot. It goes in McLaren's. E, yeah, that's, you know, E63, C63, whatever. Yeah, 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 but it sits in Aston Martins. It sits in, yeah. um, did McLaren use the Mercedes McLaren engine? McLaren use the Mercedes engine. Yeah, Do yeah, they? Yeah. I did yeah, not yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, the, the, well, actually, you know the, um, the 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 previous Noble, the first Noble that came out, they used the Ford engine. They did, yes. Yeah, and just literally bolted two V two V sixes together, bolted them together, tuned them up, put a couple of turbochargers. That was on the there. Noble M twelve, wasn't it? M twelve. That's it. Yeah. Um, another. Here, here you go. So. You, have you heard of the Ford Crown Victoria? I have, yeah. Isn't that the, poli- probably, isn't that the police car? Yes, yes. Basically, it's the police car, yeah. And it and it was a 4.6-litre V8. Okay. Yeah, That's pretty it, standard affair for pretty America. Pretty standard for America. Yeah, it's a modular one, so they can be put together and stuff like that. But the thing is, in, 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 the, uh, the, thing is, in the Ford Crown, they weren't like... The, the, yeah, there's no performance whatsoever. Massive lump. There was no performance or whatever, yeah? Yeah. Do you know who? Do you know who turned it into a performance vehicle? A performance engine. Who? Koenig zig zig zig. Koenig zig zig zig. Koenig zig zig. Put it in their first Koenig zig 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 zig. Really? Yeah, yeah. And they turned it into six hundred and fifty-five brake. Wow! What was that? Just yeah. lots of tuning turbos and God knows what. Tune turbos on there, lots of tuning, and literally that's it. So it just it just shows a lot of these engines. They're good like, base engines. They're just you, not. So like, like they had a four point four V eight, and for them it probably produced I don't know two hundred brake, <laughs> yeah. and you'd probably have to get to like I don't know seven thousand RPM before it even moved or something. That's yeah. how lazy this engine is. So if it, I don't even think it would get to seven thousand RPM, they'd probably as you know it probably wouldn't, especially being a V eight. So that's yeah. how lazy that engine was. But they um but they've got it into there. Um, but, but body parts, right? So this is this is quite interesting, yeah. So you're not talking you're in car body parts, rather than human body yes, parts. Yes, yes, car <coughs> car body parts. So you know the um, Lotus Esprit. Yes, came out. It wasn't all. I think this is the, this is uh, this this is the underwater Bond car. I think. Yeah, they had different generations of Esprit. Yeah, didn't yeah. They? So this was one of the earlier generations. Yeah, yeah. So that had that had door handles. From a Morris Marina. <laughs> yes, I did. I had heard that fact before. Yeah, that yeah. one. Okay, okay. Next one. Lamborghini Diablo. Oh, this is a parts bin special, this car, wasn't it? Well, actually, yeah, it was, to be fair. No, even like within the engine but, components, there were like um, mismatched fittings on fuel rails and all sorts of... Basically, whatever odds and sods they could find... They could find. They threw it them was, together. They just built together, yeah. That's why the headlights came off on Nissan 300 ZX. Did they? 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. And the thing is, obviously I was going to say. So that's the only part of that Lambo that's probably sensible money to replace. But no, because three hundred ZXs are now worth a bloody premium money as well. So, yeah. But the funny thing is, so inside the headlights, there's a Nissan logo in there. So <laughs> Lamborghini tried to hide that with a small fire carbon fiber strip <laughs> to nice. make it look like it was a like sticker. A bes- yeah, bespoke Lambo product. Yeah. Um, and then in '99 they ditched those the, those headlamps and then went with uh, something something that they developed. Mm-hmm. This is this will be a common theme, yeah. So the Jaguar XJ220 at the time when it came out, like it was the world's fastest car when it came out, wasn't it? Well, yeah, because it had it was a top, the F1 top speed of 220 miles an hour. Yeah, no, it was a McLaren. Wait, hang on, which one of these was was it? Which one beat which one? Was did this come after the McLaren? No, this F1? came before. Oh, so then the McLaren F1 came after. Then the McLaren came way after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, obviously, they had to spend a lot of money. They had to spend a lot of money on uh, developing their engine and stuff. So that's why they decided to go for Citroen CX side mirrors. (laughs) Well, you say that, right? So the XJ220, when it was a prototype and they took all their uh, orders for their order books that they filled up, it was promised to be a V12. Yeah, I heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when it went into production, it was a V6 turbo. Yes, yes, yes. Twin turbo, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With severe turbo lag. And a lot of the customers who basically put their orders down and paid for the car were then disappointed with what they got. I think there were other things as well that just weren't... Could they have got a refund? Would they have been eligible for a refund? No idea. Probably not because it was still in production and it hadn't been finalised, in it? So Maybe, they probably I have said no, no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just imagine that. Though. You think you're getting a V12 and then you get a V6. Yeah, a V6 twin turbo with shitloads of turbo, turbo lag. lag. I mean, it's still an epic car. Don't get me wrong. I think it's one of the best looking things ever made. I love the way an XJ220 looks. Have you ever seen one on the road? No. No, no, no. Never no. I've seen, seen one in the flesh, but I've never seen one driven anywhere. Ever. Like, the thing is, this. I don't think there's any other car I can think of unless a... Typically, yeah, London. Really London. You'll see everything in London. Yeah, you see the Ferraris, the Lambos, the most expensive Bugattis, Astons, yeah, yeah. the Bugattis, the Rolls. Um, I've seen McLaren F1 there. I've seen a McLaren F1 there. But I've never, ever seen a Jaguar XJ220 on the road. Tell you what the other car is that I've never seen on the road. Bugatti EB110. Oh, that's the first. Oh, yeah, yeah, the first actually, proper one. Yes, yes. That, and, and there's a, that has a special place in my heart, head, wherever is appropriate for me to have special places for cars. Why? Um, because when I was a kid, I had a model car, like a fairly yeah. decent sized one. You know, I used to have to hold it with both hands and yeah. it was a model of a blue Bugatti EB110 oh, with working doors, working steering. And it was actually quite a good, done to good scale. So yeah. it was quite it was quite an accurate replica. Obviously, and then when you got to like engine bay, it was just a lump of plastic in yeah. there. But everything else, wheels, mirrors and all that was quite... I don't know. I don't know where that is. I'm wondering if it's still somewhere in my mom's house. But um, I wonder how many yeah, so that was one of my favorite toy cars growing up. So that that car was. I wonder how many. Yeah, I'd love to see one in real life. I mean, looking at the XJ220, I mean, I don't know if it fit where it would fit because it's a massive. It's big. It's very car, big. Yeah, it's very yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's probably they just they just sat in some collector's garages wherever or stuff like. That. I bet I, I'd like to see what the highest mileage XJ220 is. I bet you none no of these more cars than, are, no more than ten thousand miles. Yeah, I was gonna say five thousand. Yeah. I bet it's yeah, yeah. I bet they've just taken them from the dealership to to home, yeah, and they just bring them out of the garage and, once a year. Yeah, or, or and the only time it's ever been used is when like TV programs are doing some kind of a feature on it, and they'll let them drive it for like 20, 30 miles at a time. That's probably where the mileage has come from. Yes. Oh, speaking of that, have you seen the new Grand Tour? I have. Yeah, lo- uh, lockdown. What do you reckon? 
I didn't like it. I was completely underwhelmed. Yeah, I was. Oh, mate, I I think it's the best one they've done so far. Really? Yeah, and actually, my missus was commenting. It's more back to akin to what they're known for doing road trip road tests. They're not being. They're not being idiots. They're not being char- well t- within reason. They're not being childish and immature like yeah, they were I, before. I, I do agree with that, but there was just something about it where I was a bit meh. Is that because it was in the UK? Were you expecting it to be somewhere? No, no, else? no. Honestly, it, it, it kind of helped that it was in the UK. I mm. thought because it felt a bit more familiar. I did like the you know when they were building a bridge. That was genuinely yeah. At yeah, points, yeah. it was genuinely kind of oh, of mate, when Hammond fell in. Oh, I was in stitches yeah. when his boat sunk. Yeah, so, I, I so there were some good. bits of it that were good. The, the ending, what, what, what were they getting at? What were they trying to, what were they trying to prove or show? Oh, the ending, yeah, the I ending. didn't get that either. Yeah, so, I know so it's like, everything's ev- Chinese ev- now, Chinese, but, so but I don't know what's that going to do. Are they trying to say that the kind of, um, that China have taken over as an economic superpower over America? Because the American cars that they drove were all old, right? Yes. Um, are they trying to say that there are no new American cars and actually everything is just Chinese, is Chinese? now? Yeah, actually, no, no, I didn't understand that. I didn't, I didn't Cause, get cause that. Because it was all cars from the 70s, right? Mm. There, there are no... Are there many modern American cars? I mean, you've still got some of the Corvettes and stuff. Well, you've got... It's just like the Fords and the Corvettes. Fords really, and Corvettes you know. and like trucks Camaros. and Lincolns and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But yeah. So maybe that's the point that they were getting at. Like, the, you know, the... The good old heyday of American, I was going to call it American muscle, but just American car manufacturing is just behind them. Maybe that's the point they were trying to make. Mm, Either way, it left me very confused and I was like, what's the point of this? Yeah, yeah, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand what what they were getting to in the end. So I don't know, I kind of ignored the ending part. Yeah, same. Um, Oh, oh, the other thing I forgot about the Jaguar XJ220, Rover 200 taillights, mate. No, <laughs> yes. the fastest tail lights. Rover, to Rover holding up supercars, mate. Well, so without Rover, they wouldn't have been able to make the Jaguar XJ220. Well, no, they would. They would have just gone along to well, somebody no, else's tail. They would have been able to no tail lights. And that's not the only place where Rover featured. Well, really, where else did Rover feature? So you know, you know the Pagani Zonda. Which one? They made like a thousand different variations of the same car. I uh, just I don't know. any of them. Not, let's say when it was launched in 1999. Okay, okay. The Pagani's on there. Yeah, 7.3 liter. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. V12, 200 plus mile supercar. Yeah, the HVAC controls. No, <laughs> out of a Rover. <laughs> out of a Rover 45, mate. Oh, amazing, amazing. It's a what? Out it, of a Rover 45. I mean, I don't know how much it was when it was new, but I would. Bet it was close to a million pounds. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Um, it back even in nineteen ninety nine or whatever, and it had the controls for the air conditioning and everything out of a Rover. Rover, Rover, Rover helped the build the supercar industry. The backbone of of mo- supercars of, of mo- supercars. the motoring industry. Yeah, without Rover, you would have had no. You wouldn't have had many supercars. There'd be no Pagani Zonda. Nope. Or if you did have a Pagani Zonda, the, air, con- the air conditioning would be stuck you on either cold or hot. Wow, okay, anything more? <laughs> yes, yes. The Aston Martin DB7. Ford parts. No. Huh. No. <laughs> um, the taillights. If you look at them, the taillights, they're from a Mazda 323. Oh, wow. The most humble of all Mazdas. All Mazdas ends up on the back end of a DB7. And that's a really pretty car, the DB7. Yeah, because of the Mazda taillights. <laughs> because, <laughs> because they were stuck without those. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. 
Thank you. It's because they of needed that. a bit of Japanese fusion. Everyone yeah, likes yeah. a bit of Asian fusion. They Asian fusion they is a big thing, and Aston Martin saw that coming. Saw that coming, and they and they and they went and in. They and did. They, they did it. some Asian fusion. Yeah. Uh, the other one I found. This is a Dodge Viper. Yeah. Again, side mirrors. Mitsubishi 3000 GT. Oh, I can see the resemblance there. I can see the resemblance in the whole bloody thing, actually, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that you're looking yeah, more closely. Yeah. Well, it had, and didn't it have um, the, the, the eight litre uh, V10 engine was from a truck? It's a truck engine. In yes, the yes, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yes, it was. You're right. It's from the, yeah, yeah, yeah. eight litre V10 from a truck, yeah. Yep. But they got 450 brake from it. Well, well, they should do from a V10, eight litre. From an eight litre V10, I should yeah, fucking hope so, be, yeah. yeah. Where did the rest of the horsepower go? Disappeared out of the exhaust, mate. Yeah. Uh, so at Ferrari, right? Now, Ferrari, I think, are notorious for having poor sat-navs. Oh, they're, they're, or bad they're infotainment, infotainment system Even units. now, in the latest Ferrari Roma, it's, yeah. it's atrocious. The interface is fucking yeah. awful. Well, that's because they pull it straight out of a Chrysler Sebring. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's so freaking bad. What model was that in? That was in the California. Oh, really? The California yeah. was a proper, like, it failed. It was, that was their first. That was their first convertible, I think. No, no actually, no. no, no sorry, no, 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 it, it wasn't the first. It was, it was a hard top convertible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First hard top convertible. Sorry, yeah. But it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. I think that was the same era as the three sixty Medina. No, the California came much after, much later than oh, that. Did it? It's, it? Really, it's a oh, rel- okay. relatively modern Ferrari, which is why I asked what version. So that came. The, the, the infotainment came out of a Chrysler Sebring. Chrysler Sebring. Yeah. So both the Chrysler and the Ferrari have got shit infotainment. Yep. Yep. Be warned, Chrysler buyers. Be yep. warned. Um, oh, mate, this is one of the best ones. The McLaren SLR. Oh, the Mercedes McLaren SLR. The Mercedes McLaren SLR. What a vehicle. Oh, mate, when it came out, it was... It was yeah. The it sound, was, the noise from that supercharged 5.4 litre engine. Incredible. I've actually seen one of those on the road. Yes. I have as well, because where I used to live in Woking, I lived not too far from the McLaren factory. I used to go oh, past yeah, it yeah, yeah. pretty regularly. And I would see some nice stuff being test-driven around and about. And um, this, obviously, the, the McLaren, Mercedes McLaren SLR came out in 2004. I was there afterwards. So I didn't see them being test-driven. But cars would go back to McLaren for servicing. Mm-hmm. And I would see owners taking their cars into McLaren for servicing. So I saw a grey one, uh, like a darker grey, and I saw yeah. a silver one. They were they were a beast of a car, mate. Absolutely, they yeah. Um, but... Without the help of Mercedes commercial division, as in the ones who make vans, yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't have had any indicators or any uh, window uh, wiper stalks. Oh, really? They came off a sprinter, did they? They came off a sprinter, <laughs> yeah. That's Straight brilliant. out of a sprinter. That's brilliant. I love that. So it's like, I don't know what it was. I think that must have been, I think it was a £500,000 car at the time, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be silly money, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they stick the sprinter. See, that's, look, so they're charging you all this and they're just bin parts. Yeah, they are. pick up from anywhere else. Yeah. Best one though, right? Best one I found. Saving was, the best till last. Yeah. So the McLaren F1. Yes. What a car. Oh, a, yeah, what a car. An icon of a vehicle. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, okay, wing mirrors, it got from a Corrado. Oh, did it? I would okay. I would have thought that they'd made them themselves in, in an air tunnel. No, 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 no. Why? Why go for all that effort when you can just take it off a of VW? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But actually, at the time, McLaren when McLaren did the F1, were they? Is that their first? That wasn't their. First that was their first road car. Yeah. That was their first road car they brought out. Wasn't yeah, it? it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the rear lights. Yes. 
I'm trying to think, what do the real lights look like? They're circular, right? They're just two right? big circles, basically, yeah? Yeah, all right, so hang on. Give me, give me a, a country of origin for who made them. Oh, a I'm country gonna, of origin? I'm going to try and guess. Uh, the country of origin... Um, okay, let me see. Hang on, hang on. Okay, let me see if I can find out. Uh, um, wait, wait, wait. I like how we're building in all this suspense for our listeners. Yeah, because I didn't. Uh, I say suspense. They're just listening to you go. Whilst you're frantically typing away into your yeah, laptop. I'm just trying to find where this. Uh, well, you know the vehicle that they came off. Yes, yes. Well, but you don't yeah, know the country it's, it's of origin. Not, it's not your average vehicle. Oh, okay. Hang on. That 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 gives me a clue. This is going to be hard, isn't it? I yeah. picked the wrong one to guess at. You're going to say like Czech Republic or something, aren't you? I, I I couldn't tell you where it was made. Really? I cannot tell you where this vehicle was made, where they nicked the parts from, the rear lights. Poland? I'm trying to think of obscure countries that have manufactured cars. Uh, hang on. Oh, uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh. <laughs> I, I want to say, uh, I'll say Netherlands. Netherlands? When did the Netherlands ever make a car? Spiker C8, that's from the Netherlands. No, it's not a Spiker. Yeah, because that's an interesting car. And the Spiker probably stole parts from everything else. Uh, Netherlands? What the fuck came out of the Netherlands? I don't know. You've thrown me. Completely. I've gone. No idea. After they all got that. it from the 1980s Bova Futura, which was... What? The Bova Futura... Sounds like an old people's home kind of... Close. The Bova Futura was a bus... A bus, a bus a made bus. in the Netherlands. Yeah, they took the By lights. Designers, coach, they took the lights from a bus. From a bus for the McLaren F1. For the McLaren F1. I wow, I did not know that at all. See, so all these guys that you pay like eight hundred thousand, a million plus for their cars, you could just shit. go and buy a it's bus. Made a from, shit. You can just buy a bus from the Netherlands. Yeah, you could probably be, you could probably build it themselves with all the parts they nick from everyone else. Wow, that's really interesting. So there you go. Hmm. It's my bit of useful information for this week. Thank you very much. For this fortnight. For this fortnight, yes. Yep. Um, if you found any of that information useful and you enjoyed the show, you found it entertaining, you laughed at something, didn't laugh at something, I don't know, whatever. You're listening. If you're still listening right now, then go and do the listen following. Listen again. Listen again. Well, you could listen mm. again. Go and do the following. Ask somebody else who you know to listen. Put them onto the show. That's probably one of the best things you can do for us. And, and the... We appreciate everything that you guys do anyway, but that will really, really help. Um, if you've already told all of your friends and family and enemies and everybody else and they're sick of hearing you say, listen to drivel, listen to drivel, um, then what you can do instead of that is if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, as we said at the top of the show, go and leave us a five-star review. Say whatever you like. Um, tell us which favorite component of a bus, which is your favorite component of a bus, if you want to. Which part would you use in your supercar? Which part would you use? Yes. Um, tell us what you think of Sayat's dating advice. We're not picky. <laughs> give tell it a try. Go and buy a Sayat and give it a try. Give it a try. Let us know how it, went, how it worked for you. But as long as you give us five stars, we're all good with that. If you can't rate and review because you don't listen on Apple Podcasts or you don't have access to Apple Podcasts, whatever platform you're listening on, if it has the ability for you to be able to subscribe and auto-download our episodes, please, please, please do that. Saves that helps us out. Saves you having to remember to do it. It saves you having to be prompted by the very awesome Wednesday night stories that come out every fortnight. Oh, you know what? I'll give you that. I know you're shit at most things, but you, I'm shit at most you, things. Do, do, you do do decent Insta posts. 
I do do decent Insta posts. Um, and yeah, so if you're done with the rating and reviewing and subscribing, what you can do to make sure you don't miss any of those Insta posts is find us at Drivel Podcast on Instagram. Go and hit that follow button, interact with us, find posts, like them, share them. You know the draw. If you're on Instagram, you know what you're supposed to be doing, except if you're O at driveway autos, because your inability to use Instagram still baffles me and, and entertains me in equal measure. I thought this shit is supposed to be easy. You're just supposed to click on it and type a message and it's supposed to know, you know, it just replies. <laughs> yes. Uh, maybe one day you'll figure out how the reply function works in the comments thread of an Instagram post. But until then, if you're not, when you follow, you've got that to look forward to. <laughs> Ozakant at Driveway Autos being completely inept at social media. That's worth a follow in itself, if I'm entirely honest. And while you're there following Drivel Podcast, you may as well follow Driveway Autos. Um, yeah. Well, just follow Driveway Autos first. No. Yes. No. Yes. Follow them both at the same time. It's not hard. All right, and please. if you want to find me and follow me, I am at Mr. Mo Hussein um, as well. You can find both of our ats. Is that the thing? Uh, tags? Uh, accounts, accounts, tags, yeah. Whatever. Uh, within the Drivel bio, anyway. You'll find mm. us. Look, we're there. We're on Instagram. You'll find us. If you want to find us, you'll find us. Um, yeah, so please do all of that. Um, yeah, and... Thank you very much for listening. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Uh, and we will... Uh, oh, no, we won't see you again. Well, you will you'll, hear, you'll hear from us in a couple of weeks. You will hear from us, whether you like it or not, in a couple of weeks. But until then, take care. Goodbye. Bye-bye.